We must change the self-image in order to help you become accountable to yourself. Before we dive into our content today, I want to let you know about the 2021 Spirit of Wealth Mastermind and Masterclass. It's enrolling now and we have a few spots left. If you're ready to quantum leap your income and make 2021 your best year yet, I would love to see you there. Go to theunstoppablewoman.com spirit to find out about the program. Then book a call with me to discuss whether this is your very next best move. Time is of the essence and 2021 is right around the corner. So let's do this now. In this episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast, we are going to be discussing accountability and how critical it is to be accountable to yourself and not go off track in order to achieve your goals faster than you ever thought possible, break through that upper limit in terms of cash flow and income generation, and really be the person that you know yourself capable of being, but you haven't yet actualized. You've done a lot of things, but there's more for you. How do you actually stay accountable to your dreams and goals? That's the topic for today's podcast. So people often say to me, Amira, I need accountability. Let's stop here. Let's break down what does this actually mean? What does it mean when someone says, I need accountability? Fundamentally, it's saying, I consciously want something. I've consciously set a goal. I've said I'm going to do something, but much to my chagrin, I find myself distracted, losing focus, putting other things first, making excuses, even really good excuses like I had to do my performa or I needed to take the kids to the dentist or I was busy, you know, making sure my parents were in their new nursing home. There's something else outside of yourself and outside of your focus that is pulling you off course and you're not staying accountable to the things that you truly desire. Sometimes it's just, I'm too tired. So it looks like you not keeping your commitment to yourself. It also might look like starting off committed for say two or three weeks and then losing the plot. It's frustrating. It creates a lot of internal shame when this happens. And the, the internal voices say th things like, something must be wrong with me. Why do I keep falling off the wagon and self-sabotaging? What's wrong with me? And this is a shame spiral. It uses up a ton of mental energy that you could actually be putting toward your goals. That mental energy that you're spending on the shame, on the, the self, you know, uh, flagellation, the, the beating yourself up for falling off the wagon again, that energy could actually be put towards achieving your goals if you know how to move through it. So you must recognize that it doesn't solve anything. This kind of expenditure of shame energy doesn't solve anything. It might create some guilt urgency, and as a result, you get activated again, but it doesn't fundamentally change anything in how you consistently, over the long run, become someone who stays accountable and committed to her goals, what she said she's going to do. 
So let's look deeper at this pattern because now we see a pattern, but we need to understand what causes it. Why would it even be possible to commit to something, to consciously say you're going to do X, Y, and Z and go so far off track? Have you ever wondered how that could happen? How you could start off with all that enthusiasm, with that clarity, with that, that even that level of decision and go off track. The first thing I want to say here is it's not because you're defective. You're smart. You're capable. You're more capable than you've ever imagined. Yet you're still doing this, this make a commitment, stick, stick with it, get distracted. What gives? Why that pattern? And you know what? It gets even stranger because you actually have this beautiful mechanism that you were born with that helps you achieve your goals with 100% accuracy, 100% of the time. And it's working perfectly. It's not on the fritz for you. It's working perfectly for you. The problem is you're unaware of this goal achieving mechanism. Okay. The problem is you're unaware of the goal that this mechanism is focused on achieving. Let me say that again. The problem is not that you don't have the means to achieve all your goals and stay accountable to them. It's that you're unaware of the goal that this mechanism that you were born with is focused on achieving. You think you've set your sights on one goal, the goal you're consciously going after, the goal that you've consciously chosen. But in fact, you're going after a very different goal on the subconscious level. What is the true goal you're aiming for and reaching for 100% of the time? It's your self-image. Your self-image is your identity, who you know yourself to be, how you perceive yourself, what you, what you see yourself capable of doing. And it sets a very clear course for you to execute on. It says you can do this, but you can't do this. So if you've set a goal that is beyond where you have currently achieved at, beyond your current level of achievement, and you're going for it, you will start down that path. Everything will be going great. And then your subconscious program will recognize that you're moving beyond your self-image, your current understanding of what you are capable and possible, what's capable, what you're capable of and what's possible for you. And what happens? Your subconscious, which is very binary, very black and white, and is designed for one thing only, which is to keep you alive, looks at this and says, oh my God, she's never done this before. Anything that she hasn't done before might kill her in very black and white. If you haven't survived it yet, it has the potential to kill you. We must not let her go after it. So what does it do? It causes you to see other things as more important than going after your goal. It distracts you. And it doesn't do this in a way that you won't agree with. It does it in a way that you will agree with. 
It will say, the kids really need your attention more than anything else and creates mom guilt. It will say that this business development strategy that just came into your head is the most important thing for you to be working on right now, rather than the pre-chosen needle-moving actions that are required to achieve your goal. It looks perfectly legitimate. It looks reasonable. But it's really a distraction from the thing that you need to do and what you need to remain accountable to in order to achieve your big goals. And that is based on your self-image. And your self-image was created when you were very young, under the age of 10 or 12. You made meaning about your experiences in this world. And you decided, this is who I am. And you were very receptive to other people's opinions of who you were, definitions of who you were. Many times I've heard clients say, my mother said, you're not smart enough to do X, Y, and Z. And it got plugged into their self-image. And now that determines what they think they're capable of doing. I had one client say that her mother always told her that she was a, a bad sleeper, a poor sleeper. And throughout her entire adult life, she slept poorly until we cleaned that up. And it shifted very quickly once she recognized that that does not need to be her self-image anymore. So your self-image will keep trying to recreate itself, keep you consistent with it. And it does that because you have a cybernetic mechanism. This is a psycho-cybernetic mechanism. A cybernetic mechanism is a mechanism that exists in, in human beings and in things that keeps the human or the thing on track. So let's say you, a perfect example of this would be a plane with an autopilot on it. The, the actual pilot, the real human pilot, sets the coordinates, coordinates of the destination into the machine, into the plane's uh, engineering system. And then the autopilot takes over, course correcting, keeping it on target. A little adjustment here, a little adjustment here. There's a little bit more uh, wind or turbulence or um, friction. We need to do, uh, we need to put these engines up higher, right? It makes these little adjustments. And it does so automatically. You have this same mechanism inside of you. The destination, the coordinates are your self-image. Your cybernetic mechanism keeps you adjusting yourself so that you never go too far off track. Well, this is pretty horrible if your self-image is based on something that is outdated or no longer true. If it's based on something that's not actually going to allow you to achieve your goals and dreams, even though consciously you, you know what you want, consciously you've set your sights on what you want. If it's not aligned with your self-image, your self-image will win every single time. And it doesn't matter how much willpower you put into it, you will be swimming upstream, struggling, fighting this. 
So we must change the self-image in order to help you become accountable to yourself, okay? Because your, your cybernetic mechanism either is going to propel you forward or sabotage you. If you leave it, if you leave your current self-image in place, the, the self-image that was uh, built in your childhood in place, you're going to be limited. If we rebuild it toward what you want, a self-image of a, of a woman who actually gets what she wants, your cybernetic mechanism will work 100% of the time to help you achieve that self-image. So your cybernetic mechanism either propels you forward or sabotages your success, but it always gets what it wants, always, 100% of the time. Just imagine how much easier it would be and what it would do for you and your cash flow if you could change your self-image. Think about that. Think about that. If you knew how to change your self-image at will, you could constantly go after bigger and bigger goals and, and not be stuck in a self-sabotaging lack of accountability, lack of keeping your commitments kind of pattern. And it's definitely possible. I teach this process to the women in my Spirit of Wealth Mastermind and Masterclass using a belief reprogramming system and creation playbook. It's methodical. It works. And it's what helps them build a new self-image that is in alignment with their goals so that both your conscious goals and your subconscious goals, your self-image are synced up. But now let's bring this back to accountability because even if you get your conscious and subconscious goals in sync, that new self-image is not yet the strongest self-image. It's newly developed, unlike the one that you've held for the last 30, 40, 50, 60 years. Which one is going to be stronger initially at least? Which one is going to have the well-worn path through the forest where it's easy to walk through? Well, your old self-image is going to be the one. So what happens? You try to use willpower to stay on track because even if you've built a new self-image, the old one is going to be stronger and you, you're trying to muscle through the challenges that are in place, turning the Titanic, going in this other direction. Willpower is different than the will, okay? We're going to go get into that in a, in a moment. You, you want to use your will, your ability to focus and concentrate. That's great. But willpower is using force and force negates. Force negates. And what happens for people is they pick this new goal. The new self-image is not yet strong enough. The old self-image is the one that's stronger. And for the first few weeks, they use this willpower force. Okay. Then the noise comes in. Then the stories come in. This is what happens with New Year's goals, right? You, you, go, you go steady for maybe the first few days or the first two or three weeks, but then you can't keep up that level of willpower forever. It's unsustainable. It's unsustainable. You need to use will, which is your power to focus and concentrate, to keep you on track. But willpower doesn't work. Then the noise comes in. Then the stories come in. Stories like, this isn't worth the time. This isn't working. 
I need to do this other thing now. I'll do this later. This takes too long. When am I going to find the time? Skipping one day doesn't matter. And one day goes by, then two, then a week, then three weeks, two months, and you've completely fallen out of the rhythm. You're back to playing out the old self-image instead of reaffirming and living out the new self-image. It's frustrating for sure, for sure. But this is how we're programmed. I want you to know that you're not defective, okay? This is how you're programmed. So you have to learn how to reprogram yourself. This is how the cybernetic mechanism works, and it works perfectly 100% of the time. So when, so, so think about this. When you're going after creating and living out your new self-image that leads to your consciously chosen goals, you must nurture it. You must give it time, attention, focus, and support. But everything, meaning your old self-image, is working to distract you from this. It is so challenging and why so many smart, driven, capable women never end up leveling up and really living up to their potential. Okay, now here's where accountability comes back in. You need to use your existing self-image to change your current self-image. Your existing or old self-image is of someone who most likely doesn't like to let other people down, who doesn't want to look bad in the eyes of others. You don't, you don't want others to see you dropping the ball. We very much learned this growing up. When you think about how you were raised to achieve anything, most of us can point to school as one of the predominant ways we learned how to be successful in this world. But what does school do? School says, study for this test. We want you to get some sort of grade on this test. And then what happens? The teacher sees the grade, your parents see the grade, and maybe even your classmates see the grade. And you have people outside of you giving you praise or affirmation for achieving something. So you get used to not wanting other people to judge you or to criticize you and also wanting people to give you attention and praise for your successes. So you start learning a pattern of doing things for other people. And then what happens if you want to do something for yourself? You have to be self-motivated, but you haven't learned how to do this. Now you're a grown-ass woman and you want to claim your desires. You want to be pulled forward with desire rather than being kind of whipped forward by fear of what other people are going to say, right? You know, the judgment of others or even the praise of others. And you still, yet you still have that old program that says you only motivate, you only get into action when there's urgency behind it because someone else might look down upon you for not doing the thing. That's where we can use it for us temporarily. Here's how that works. You use this program that's actually not an extraordinarily conducive program to success. 
we want to be self-driven. We want self-ownership. And I know many of you feel like you are already self-driven, but if you're truly honest, there's probably a good percentage of what you do, how you motivate yourself, that's about not letting other people down. And that's what we're going to use to change your ability to show up for yourself. So we're going to use this need for outside accountability that is part of how you currently work to change your old self-image to your new self-image. How do we do that? Well, we create an accountability program for you so that you stay on track with your new self-image. So we use your need for accountability right now to change your self-image. And we give you the structure that is required to actually become the person who doesn't need quite that level of accountability, is self-driven, self-ownership, knows how to exceed and knows, knows how to achieve her goals without that big brother eye. But we're going to use that in the beginning to help you change how you're showing up for yourself. Okay. I have found that most people need some sort of accountability process in the beginning. Otherwise left to their own devices, they go off track. And that's why, quite frankly, we've built into the spirit of wealth program, a whole accountability program. Uh, it's a daily, weekly, and monthly accountability program. And it keeps you on track until you can keep yourself on track. Okay. And this, this is so important. It helps you build the habit of personal accountability. So you become a person who is fully committed and accountable to herself. And this then is so ingrained that you are able to change your self-image. This, this is the process. This is how it works. And you've built a habit over time using this process of staying connected to your new goals and your new self-image. And you know it works. You've, you've done it for so long over the course of a year that this is now who you are. You are someone who becomes internally driven because now being accountable to your goals is who you are. It's not just a nice idea. It's who you are. It's your identity. It's your self-image. And you go from being someone who is outward driven and requires public accountability to someone who loves being accountable to her goals. And that's just who you are. You become accountable to yourself. Now, a couple of things here. You may be accountable to yourself in certain areas of your life right now, but if you're not getting the results you want in all areas of your life, particularly in the cash flow income generation side, but it could be in the relationship side or the physical health side or um, the contribution side, you're not being as accountable as you need to be. You're going off track in some manner. And you're going to want to build your accountability muscle across the board because sometimes we're accountable uh, in, in only in ways that we have been brought up to see as valuable and important and not in ways that would currently help us achieve our goals, but don't sync up with what we were brought up to see as valuable in our self-image from our childhood. So I'm guessing that you haven't seriously considered how much self-image and accountability have to do with achieving your goals and having, quite frankly, a no-regret life 
really, really living up to your potential, your greatness and into your purpose, much less with how it's directly responsible for your cash flow and how much income you produced. And I hope by now in this uh, episode that you see this link between your current goals, your self-image and, and using your old self-image to help define a new self-image through accountability, through accountability. So now the question is, how open-minded are you to putting this to the test, to really applying it, and to finding out how quickly and easily this could change for you? Your first step, if you really want to fast track this, is to schedule a consult. There's a link in the show notes, or you can go to the unstoppablewoman.com and book a consult. We have consult buttons on the website, and we'll help you figure out what exactly you need to do to stay accountable to your new self-image. Because in order for things to break free for you and for you to start achieving your goals faster than you ever thought possible and to get out of the self-sabotaging behavior, we have got to sacrifice the old self-image and replace it with the new self-image. And this takes time. We must stay accountable to the process for it to work. You can't go off track. You can't just say, oh, I get this self-image idea and I can DIY it because, you know, I know this. Well, I've seen it happen again and again. You're not accountable to the process and you haven't built that muscle yet. It takes some time. So we, we have to stay accountable to the process. We have to stay on course. We have to stay with the new self-image. We also have to take the new actions that help us achieve our goals. We need to know what those 30, 60, 90 day actions are and the beliefs and habits that support them. We need an entire playbook that we stay on course with and helps us avoid huge delays. So to repeat, you must change your self-image to match the goals that you want to achieve. You must reprogram yourself with that new self-image. You must stay accountable to this new self-image and the needle moving actions in the immediate short term, your 30, 60, 90 day goals in order to turn things around for you. Otherwise, you will continue to consciously pick goals, yet self-sabotage your success. So what do you do? You must use the power of accountability to work for you. That is one of the tools that helps you stay on track with your new self-image and your new goals. And you got to remember, we live in an easy and abundant universe. There's no need to make it so hard. Understanding how to change your self-image and to stay on track, be accountable to to that new self-image. Once you understand how to do that, you'll realize, wow, this is not a struggle. This is so much easier than I ever thought it would be. And you keep doing that over and over and over again with larger and larger goals. And suddenly you look around And you're like, wow, my life is completely different. I am living an easy and abundant life. But it doesn't happen by magic. It doesn't happen automatically. The autopilot is the old self-image. You must change that. It's absolutely critical. And you must stay accountable to it. So I'll leave you with that. If you want to book a consult, please do so. Let us help you. Let us help you make a powerful shift 
and achieve your goals faster than you ever thought possible. And with that, rock it out, be unstoppable. I'm Amira Alvarez and have an amazing day. Hey there, my friend. Do you resonate with what you just heard? Then head over to our free resource page and get more of our good stuff, including our free Unstoppable Woman playbook and money breakthrough system. You'll find that and more at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and I'll see you in the next episode.